Nail by mouth, blog post four. Usually nail by mouth is a sign that appears over your hospital bed when you're fasting, and it will mean that for me from midnight, but tomorrow it will also mean that I have to go on complete vocal rest for 14 days. That has been the thing that has completely consumed me for days, for weeks, but really facing into the day of the operation, it's probably the least of my worries. How did I get here? I'm aware that I haven't posted in a while. In my last blog, I was facing an appointment with Moira, not her real name, the speech and language therapist. To avoid a long and boring post, I'm just giving the skinny. Nicola came with me and took notes for the hour and a half. Pretty sure Moira thinks that we're married and I'm okay with that. Nicola's a good catch. I'm only putting that bit in because I know she'll be reading it. I know Nicola, you are. You're just not my type. Before we went in, the parents of the child who was with the therapist ahead of me came thundering out, seeming very unhappy. I was fearing the worst. The first 15 minutes were fraught. I was on the complete defensive. I calmed down and in fact, Moira was lovely and had done her homework on the Estill model. Everything was going well until she asked, was I always that horse? I said no, but that I'd been this way since meeting with the consultant. She told me that it was more than likely emotional. I agreed and I said I'd been doing a lot of crying. She nodded and told me that when I'm recovering, I shouldn't cry. It's not good for my voice. I plan on watching a lot of funny movies, I told her and smiled. And she said, well, you shouldn't laugh either. You need to avoid that. I actually thought she was joking, so I looked at Nicola and I smiled. And Moira asked, does Emer laugh a lot? Nicola said that I did, and we all laughed. And then Moira said, well, not while you're recovering. It's bad for your vocal folds. She was deadly serious. I looked at Nicola and I started to well up. How was I going to do this? No tea, no coffee, no alcohol, no laughing, no crying, no coughing, no shouting, no accents, no voice. The above is only a small list of things I was told to avoid while talking in my confidential voice. My what? I don't think I have one of those. Anyway, everything that the therapist said made sense. It was also all of what Nicola had been saying to me in the months leading up to the appointment to see the consultant. Could have saved myself 200 euro. Moira also taught me how to cough like a cow, silently. Google it and then imagine a woman sitting in front of you, demonstrating it and trying to keep a straight face and also wanting to cry at the thought of not being allowed laugh. I better get to channel these emotions in a juicy role in some play, TV or film soon. Technically this torture could be useful. Fast forward. I have notes on blog posts about some of the weeks leading up to today, but I'll try and intersperse them through the posts I'll share when I can't speak, so as to try and not overload anyone with doom and gloom. I mean, there were some very cloudy and what felt like lonely days. But tonight, as I type, it's 35 minutes before I'm nailed by mouth, and my biggest achievement in the past few days is how I didn't get sick. I, like I always do, completely threw myself into work. I work with amazing people and incredibly talented and kind students, so when I come home I almost always feel like I've fed my soul. But I knew that once Tuesday the 5th of December came and work was finished for this year, a breakdown would certainly ensue. And it did. Last weekend was hectic. I had worked on an awareness video for Focus Ireland with two beautiful dancers from Westside Performing Arts. 
and it launched the same night they took to our screens on the Late Late Toy Show. So the weekend was full of positive energy, good vibes, but everyone around me was coming down with the flu. I know I laughed when my GP suggested that I wear a surgical mask, but with the operation days away and me not wanting it to be deferred, it was tea tree oil, surgical masks, scarves, vitamin C, and lots of willing sickness away. Tuesday started off a little bumpy. My fear of getting sick reached fever pitch. See what I did there? When I went to work on the final day of a TY project I was working on in Driac, yeah, you guessed it, someone I was working with on that was sick too. As it happened, the day was a wonderful success and it made me laugh throughout. Even if I was doing a lot of shouting, I figured it was my final fling of bashing my vocal folds together for a while. I left there feeling on top of the world, another successful project completed and the chance to work with a super bunch of young people. I was then off to Westside for the final performance evening of open classes. I'm not crying. You're crying. I knew the crash was coming. I was fighting tears all weekend. Moments where my head would empty, I'd begin to freak out about the actual going into hospital part. It was something that had 100% escaped my mind. You know, being wheeled down to theatre, being put to sleep, wearing a gown with your backside showing, waiting in the hospital for your turn. Then the kindness of my friends was overwhelming. They knew I was holding it together and they were ready to catch me. Texts like, I'll be there every step of the way and references to watching Stranger Things while WhatsApping each other on the couch to voice messages of encouragement, jokes and the most beautiful sentiments. So many people said that they're gonna miss my voice. I know exactly how they feel. I had said that when the 14 days of silence arrives, I'll get people I know to read my blog so that the podcast will stay active. And I will. Most of them will be the people who were the ones who kept me sane. And they very much know who they are. I've cried on all of their shoulders over the past few weeks and told them my fears. I'd be lost without them. And I hope they know how grateful I am for the support, the chats, the kind words, and the outpouring of love that I felt and I know surrounds me. And I'll tell you about them over the next few days, I'm sure, because let's face it, I'll have lots of time to blog. For now, I'm terrified of tomorrow, of the operation, the 14 days of silence, and the recovery after. But I am excited. Decided to heal my voice, to learn about myself in times of crisis, to write, and to create blogs. I don't think I mentioned, but my nan has been listening to the audio version of my blogs because her site isn't what it used to be. And when I heard that and received her critique, which was glowing, by the way, thanks, Nana, it was one of my highlights of the last few weeks. I'll continue writing, but the audio version will be read by somebody different for the next two weeks. The rules are simple. They read my blog posts and I have no say in how they deliver it. Because let's face it, for the next 14 days, I have no say. Because for the next 14 days, I have no voice. Terms and conditions apply. I'll be silenced for two weeks. So I need to get all my talking out now. Visit www.silenceofthechatterbox.com for more information.